you like rap music? Yeah, sure do. Who's your favorite rapper? Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Mr. Brian Green. Brian Green. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. He's always delicious. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Now, here's Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. Hey everyone. Hello. It is nine. It is 2019. I thought right? you were gonna say it's 1990. Yeah, I know it's 1919. <laughs> it's it's the uh, it's we've gone back in time. Happy new, <laughs> happy old year. Man, it's, Skype really sucks. It's sending us back in time, and it's 2019. It's like Back to the Future, where uh, we have a DeLorean fucking train. Is it weird to say 2019? Is it is that it is yeah so foreign? Isn't it? Well, you just said it. Was it weird or no? Uh. I, I don't know. Not so much that it's weird. It's just that the the idea, the concept of it's fucking 2019. Yeah. it's crazy. It's insane. Hello, everyone. Anyway, uh, I am Brian Austin Green. You're listening to the With Bag Pod, and this is my co-host Derek Russell. Hello. Happy and uh, here we are, 2019. Ha- Happy New We've Year, done it. sir. Happy New Year. I don't think we had a hand in it. When you say we do- we've done it, like we. No, no, no. I'm saying we, as in like the the nine listeners we have, uh-huh. and and the rest of the world that doesn't listen, and us. Uh-huh. I, I'm saying we collectively, collectively, have done we it. did it. We we've made it we've through lived another through another year. Yeah. Surprisingly, given the current political climate. Uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even want to get into politics because I won't shut. I. I, I just. I won't shut up. <clears throat> no. Go ahead. It'll be off. Go ahead. What's What's got you going today? I no no you know what I I'm not I'm not gonna do that okay. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna think positively uh-huh. um we have we have uh we have all these women now in the house which is awesome mm-hmm. the uh, the house has gone democratic um I think not not to be bipartisan or anything but I I just think that it's good you know this is this is how the government was set up we had these these houses to keep everyone in check and make sure that there was some sort of balance and, and, uh, you know, that, that people couldn't just run willy nilly and do whatever they wanted. And, uh, and now we're a little closer to that. So we'll see. Should be an interesting year. Very interesting year. It's only should be, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, interesting. <laughs> that's, that's the right word. I tried to think of another word and be, and, and sound went, cooler. You went back to the well. Yeah, interesting is is the word that uh, that fits that works. So we were going to record last week, but it, I don't know about you, but it, and I guess it's it's this collective stupor people are in between Christmas and New Year's. It's it's a constant battle of what day is it? Where where am I? I don't I don't know what day it is ever between. Yeah, it's a it's a weird it's it's this weird like uh, Bermuda Triangle of of time that you go into during the holidays, which. It's not so much like Halloween, but from Thanksgiving to New Year's, mm-hmm. everything just sort of comes together into one. I, I don't know if it's because we're playing Christmas music during Thanksgiving, and so you know, stores are like, "Oh, what do we put up now?" I don't know. Put up Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's and Halloween stuff. Like you know, stores don't even know anymore. Let's do it all at um, once. It, it's it's insanity. But there Insanity. was there was Valentine stuff at the store last week, so <laughs> I saw I was at uh God, where was it? CVS. And it was like it was I think the day before Christmas and I was buying some stocking stuff. 
Um, not to take over, you know, the stuff that Santa leaves for the kids right. in case listening, but so we could leave our own stuff. And, uh, yeah, they were putting Valentine's candy in, uh, in the spot that had Christmas candy. Get it out. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like they're they're right away. Stores are like taking down Christmas displays and tables and you go into stores like the next day and everything's like 50% off, you know, from the holidays and all the stuff they didn't sell. And it's like, well, why didn't you sell it at 50% off yesterday? Yeah. The day before Christmas. Would have helped a little. Yeah. Would have helped me. What is, helped a lot of people, I'm sure. What, what is Christmas Eve slash Christmas morning like in the, in the Green Fox household? It's insanity. It's insanity. It's, uh, you do all this preparation. Megan and I were up to like, to wrapping stuff and putting stuff together and making sure that the stockings, you know, you, you do this whole elaborate sort of show of, Hey, this is, and you don't even, you do this whole show, but you don't get to put your name on it and own it. You put Santa's name on it and he owns it. And it's like, you're doing all this fucking work till like two in the morning and you don't even get credit for it. You know, Wait, it's like, it, it is what, what are you other parents me? get what I'm saying. What are you telling me right now? I'm not telling you anything. I Santa calls me and he asks me to do this. stuff. San, you know, Santa. Yeah. Well, no, he just calls, he, he can call everyone, but he calls me and I'm like, Santa. And he goes, ah, shut up kid. And he tells what? me what to do. I, I don't and get he a says, call Oh, Hey, Santa. by the way, you're not a kid anymore. <laughs> I know you played one for 10 years on TV, but you're not. Yeah, exactly. What? what I don't get a call from Santa. How do I? I Well, apparently you're you're doing everything right. Do I have to live I'm in not. Canada? I need help. Yeah. I need some assistance. I'm not doing the job well. So he's giving me pointers. I got you. I think I think you're probably a really good gift giver, though, if I had to guess. I, uh... I th- I feel like you put a lot of thought into what you. Yeah, yeah, I I try. I don't I don't I, see you buying useless crap. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Because you're because you're really, very like minimalist. You don't you don't you don't like a whole lot of stuff around. So, right. I, I foresee. Yeah, I, I I try not to buy a bunch of a bunch of shit, but it's hard. It's hard with the kids. Like you know, Megan and I every year we're like, ah, oh, we're we're only gonna buy them you know two presents next year, and then. It's Christmas Eve and you're wrapping shit and you have like 30 presents for each kid. You're like, how the fuck do we get all this stuff? And you end up with a bunch of stuff. And so here, you know, here you're up all night doing that for Christmas, the preparation. And then the kids are up at like 430 in the morning, five in the morning. And you crawl out of bed because you've had two hours of sleep and they tear through everything in like five minutes. Yeah. And then Christmas is over. And you're like, you know, and it's now 4:45, and the sun's not even up, and you're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! And and what sucks is it's Christmas Day, so obviously nobody works, so you don't have a housekeeper, you know, we don't have a nanny, we don't have anybody that helps us, and so we're like, well, now we have to, like, what else are we gonna do? And so you know, I call my parents, like, hey, are you guys up? Can we come over for Christmas? And they're like, you know, it's five o'clock. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is this? I don't have and, a know. son named Brian. Leave me alone. I right. told you never to call me here. Wait, we, we don't even have kids. You know, they're <laughs> like half asleep. And it's like, no, mom, it's me. You you had me 45 years Your ago. Your son. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's hard. Christmas. And then the fact that kids are out of school for Christmas and New Year's, yeah. it all, it's, it's, 
it is it's the best holiday as far as like the uh the spirit of it and the music and decorating and all that but it's also it's a really hard time of the year for people that have kids for people that don't it's awesome so when do they go back to school they go back next week on tuesday see wesley goes back tomorrow Tomorrow, tomorrow's like tomorrow's Friday. I know it's so weird. They got out on a Wednesday. Why did she go back on a Friday? Like for what? What what do they? Where they come back and like tell stories of how their break was? Just try to ease them back in for a day instead of just dropping them on a Monday, I guess. Yeah, but uh, she's in what grade? Second. So she doesn't need a fucking warm up. She's in second grade. But that's the whole school district is K through twelfth. Is they go back on a Friday here? That's so weird. Yeah, I know. It's bizarre. So it's bizarre. The re- the reason my kids go back to school on a Tuesday is uh, one Monday a month they do this sort of teacher education where the kids don't have school. The teachers all meet up on the campus and yeah. they they study and they learn some new shit and they sh- they share stories and it, it's really it's really cool. But you know, on on a time like now where you've had all this time for a holiday, it's like you guys should have done this. This week, yeah, you have plenty of time. <laughs> why, why? Yeah. Why can't you? Why do you have to do this on Monday? Like, why can't I drop my kid off Monday morning? Yeah. And why wasn't this done on Friday? Seriously, it, that so. makes me. They're doing the same thing. Teachers reported back here today. Now, on the subject of of um, so, you know, we were talking about buying crap and kids having so much choice and everything. What I started making Wesley do a couple of year, years ago is the week in between Christmas and New Year's. She has to go through a room and like get rid of a bunch of stuff like to donate. That's that's really smart. See, we our kids aren't old enough yet, yeah. but we so Megan and I are going to do that. We're going to yeah. go through their playroom and we're gonna we're gonna donate just boxes of stuffed animals and toys and stuff, you know. And and we're gonna drag them with us, but yeah. they're too young to go through it all themselves. But yeah, I, I started. No, it's, that's really smart. Yeah. Before you, you know, you can open all this stuff and that's fine. But if you want to get some of this stuff, Santa left, you need to, we, we need to do more for those, you know, yeah, who, totally. who are in need. Um, so yeah. we, yeah, we, we, we really try to explain like, you know, to our kids that there are some kids that get nothing for Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, and they, they just don't, because they're still so young, they just don't totally comprehend or understand that. So, that's that's a really good way of, of doing it, of, of taking them to a you know taking them to a shelter or a children's hospital or something, and, and showing them how how well they have it, so they don't you know they don't take it so for granted. Because <laughs> right now life is pretty easy for them. I've also decided to start you know yearly the week before maybe on Christmas Eve to call up seven year olds and ask them if they still believe in Santa Claus because at seven they really shouldn't you know believe yeah, in that. It's anymore. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you should all you should also start going around your neighborhood and just like shitting on the sidewalk. What? what? <laughs> what? For I'm not. I'm not just, even getting political. No, just just shit in front of like the house of somebody you don't really like. I'm not going and that say, Hey, you know some people don't have bathrooms. I just, you know, I thought on Christmas Eve, I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe for one day, nothing will go wrong. And then he tells a child, oh, you still believe in Santa? Like, oh, my God. Well, here's some shit on the sidewalk and Santa doesn't exist. (laughs) There. There. Happy New Year. You know, I I feel 1919. 
I feel really sorry. I don't feel sorry for his children because they're all grown. But the the youngest child of his, I feel really sorry for him. Of whose? Of Trump's. Of Trump. I. I nah. I mean, that's got that. Bite my tongue. That's got to be a really lonely life. All the hand me downs. <laughs> I just bet he's alone. <laughs> Wait, this outfit's been worn once. What? Whose was this? Here, you can have Eric's hoodies. And no. why is this jacket made out of solid gold? It's not even comfortable. I just meant, oh dear God. No, I just meant I watched him talk to that child on Christmas Eve and tell them, you know, question whether or not he believes in Santa. And then I think of that about that poor kid that he has and how, like, there's got to be no joy for that child whatsoever. Well, who, I mean, who knows if he was even around? Who knows if Christmas morning Donald was there or if he was fucking golfing or, at, you know, Stormy Daniels' house? <laughs> who knows? That's where he's. That's where Santa oh. finds him on Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah Santa's at Stormy's house, son. <laughs> oh, Stormy. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's one of the reindeer that Santa has. Oh. Dasher, oh. Dancer, Prancer, and Stormy. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jeez, what about what about New Year's Eve? Uh, New Year's Eve, I, I did what I've done for a while now. I watched I watched the uh, the New York feed of of New Year's. I watched the ball drop, mm-hmm. and at nine, I said happy I said uh, Happy New Year to myself, and then I went to sleep because <laughs> I was exhausted. I was like, it's nine. Who stays up till nine? I and was just I up till people, they were like, they <laughs> I were was like just midnight. up till two yeah, a week know, ago wrapping presents. Midnight. Insane. Why would I stay up till nine? I was just up till two a week ago. You know what though? That two felt like death. I'm sure it did for you. It did. How late were we out in Atlanta? And you were like, I can't do this. Yeah, no. Was it like ten? Uh, and what? It was like nine thirty yeah. or something. And I was like, I gotta go. I'm dying. Yeah. And you were like, it's nine thirty. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I, I hope an Uber can come. Yeah, but what's like, worse is it was 930. 9.30. It was 9.30 in Atlanta, but it was 6.30 in L.A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Canada. Uber just opened. It's only 9.30. <laughs> Uber just opened. <laughs> They're, They're not even Uber nights. They just opened Uber's not even serving breakfast yet. McDonald's is done at 10.30. <laughs> Get up. Right. We got to go. <laughs> Uber's not open yet. <laughs> Does Megan stay up? Megan does stay up. Yeah, yeah. she uh, <clears throat> she she's a little more of a uh, of a late better late riser than I am. Uh-huh. I because the two year old only sleeps with me. I go to bed around seven <clears throat> seven thirty, mm. and then I'm up every morning at six. 630 um no, so yeah that's that's uh that's my life that is my mission that's and okay. i chose to you, accept it you saw the ball drop yeah i did i saw the ball drop which is the only uh, signifying saw, factor of the year coming i saw over. andy cohen and anderson cooper um on cnn do uh do the ball drop and then <coughs> went to bed there's no shame in that now new year's day what happens on new year's day though New Year's Day, we New Year's Day is like 
you're dragging yourself. And so I didn't share this. So, uh, New Year's Eve day. Well, so everybody's been sick. Also known as New Year's. Noah's been sick. Uh, Journey was sick. Bodie was sick. They all had a a stomach, like a stomach bug. Yeah. So then Megan got it. So, yeah. So on New Year's Eve day, I was taking care of everyone because I didn't get it. So then I get a text on uh, New Year's Eve. uh, No, on New Year's Day night from our nanny and from our housekeeper saying, you know, I, I can't. I feel like shit. I can't come in. Oh, they got it. So they got it also. So I, I spent, it was like a, a, a four day weekend for me having all three kids and Megan and everyone being sick. And it was, it was insane. So I was so happy when our nanny finally came back and I could like have five minutes in, in a restroom or, you know, to read a book or it, it's insane. You go hide to in do the restroom this. to read books. I have three kids. I have to. <laughs> I have three kids that know my name. I mean, my name is Daddy to them, but I fucking hear it all day long. Daddy! I'm the two-year-old busy. journey just chases me around. Daddy! Yelling. Aww. I'm like, I'm in the bathroom! You know, he doesn't give a shit. Daddy! <laughs> I find him, and he wants me to pick him up and carry him around. It's like, dude, you're two. But that's he wants what he wants. Oh, I had oh, I forgot what. How did you become immune? I guess that the good Lord thought you had suffered enough in 2018. With yeah, your it's stomach. not. It's not immune. It's I, I have one of those. Uh, Megan and I were talking about. It. I have one of those uh, those systems where, like, you know, when I was a kid, I used to drink water out of a hose, mm-hmm. and I I didn't drink bottled. There was there was no bottled water when I was a kid. There was the it. it Things are. I wasn't as sanitary as people are now. So, I think I, I think my system is a little just fights stuff a little better. And so, you know, I think I think I may have still gotten sick, but I think my body is fighting it better. And so it didn't it didn't end up becoming a stomach flu like she had or like they had, because my immune system is a little more. Uh, is is ready to fight. Megan's from Tennessee. Our immune systems are way yeah. stronger over here. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, drinking hooch. She, uh, which, she did. <laughs> when you're distilling your own alcohol and drinking it all day, bathtub hooch. Yeah, you would, thank you, you very you much. You would be immune. Yeah, yeah. We don't go for that toilet shit. Bathtub hooch, right. all, all hooch all the way. Dude, pretending you're fucking Spider Man in the snow. On your brick house, that, that's you know that builds up. You don't get sick very easy. Speaking of Spider Man, Megan had it on Instagram that she went to see it, and she gave props to Jake Johnson for playing Fat Spider Man. I texted you. I said, if she thinks Jake Johnson's fat, what am I? Okay, so, so okay, don't think that I didn't talk to Megan about you sending that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So, you know, Derek sent me a whole thing because you posted something about after Spider-Man seeing it, that Jake was fat Spider-Man. And then Derek was like, you know, well, God forbid she ever meets me. <laughs> and, and and she said to me, she was like, wait, no, that was the name of his character <laughs> in the movie was fat Spider-Man. I didn't fucking make that up. That's like, that was his name. 
They refer so, to him. they refer, refer so, to him being being a little healthier than the Chris Pine Spider Man in the movie. A little they, a little uh, less healthy. I she she said they they refer to him as fat Spider Man. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> that she didn't she didn't make that up. So yeah, no, she she uh was it Sony? Sony yeah. was uh, was they were kind enough to do a screening for for her and uh, and her nephews. So she she went to a a hotel in Beverly Hills that has a, a screening room, and they uh, they saw a screening of of Spider Man. I I saw it that same night, which was funny when I saw it on Instagram that she had. It, I I enjoyed the heck out of that. It was yeah yeah no. She said it was really well done. I mean, she said it's definitely a uh, you know a a younger. It's it's for a younger audience, but yeah. it was really well done. She liked it, and you know Jake Jake's awesome, and and Jake was great on the show, and she said he was great in the film, and the stuff that we've seen him in, he's been great. So it's he's I mean, really funny. But they had a whole. I mean, Chris Pine was in it, and. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I I still haven't seen it. What have you seen lately? What's the last thing I saw? I saw um, Creed Two. Yes. How yeah. was that? You know what? I I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, love it's. It. It was it was definitely a uh, a Rocky film. Yeah, and you know, and I loved the Rocky films. So, for me to be able to see another one, but see see the torch passed on, and it was it, it was nice. I think uh, I think Michael B. Jordan is amazing, and uh, it, it's really nice to see Sylvester Stallone and you know see the character of Rocky and that whole style. And it it, it was a it was a classic Rocky movie. He gets his ass kicked in the first fight and then comes back and wins the second fight. That was that's classic Rocky. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it's paint by it's paint by number, but it, it but, works. But so the fight well. scenes were fucking awesome. Yes. The training scenes were awesome. The montages were amazing. That you know, it's the acting was really good. I mean, Michael's amazing. It was good. I liked it. I loved. And the... then we also went and saw. Um, what did we see before that? Um, God, what else have I seen? We saw The Grinch, which was good. Yeah. Um, we saw Creed 2. Oh, oh, be, uh, be, Bohem- Bohemian Rhapsody. How was that? I didn't was get good. to see it. It was, it was, we, we're big fans of Queen. Right. So, you know, we, at first I was really excited because I felt like, oh, I learned some new stuff about Queen, you know, in, in the timeline, like what it was like to be. But then Megan went online and found out that it was all bullshit. Yeah, there's so, a whole lot of inconsistencies with the yeah. with the well, yeah, the there, timing there are all these weird happened. things like in the movie Queen breaks up. Yeah, and Freddie and Freddie has like a two record deal in Germany. Yeah, and it's like, well, it seems like I would have being a fan of Queen. It seems like I would have heard of Freddie Mercury's two albums from Germany. Like, you know, it's, it's odd. They have like these scenes, you know, they get back together and it's like, that just never fucking happened. They never broke up ever. Well, and like the whole live aid thing, he didn't know he was diagnosed yet. Right. But in the movie, he knew, he knew he had it and it was like one of the last things they did. Right. So they ended with live aid and it's like, no, he, he didn't even know that he was HIV positive during or before live aid. Yeah. You know, and there, so there were 
there were just a whole bunch of little things, but I mean, the movie was entertaining. It was, it was fun to watch, Right. but yeah, there were a lot of things where it was like, I thought I was learning something. And then to find out afterwards, not only was I not learning something, I had been lied to. That was a little, uh, that was a little damaging. Yeah. It just fit for the narrative of what they were attempting to do. Well, yeah, it was, it was much more, uh, much more Hollywood. Yeah. It's much more exciting. We went, I guess queen wasn't that exciting. We went to see, yeah. uh, we saw Spider-Man. We saw Mary Poppins. Yeah. How was that? It felt like I was watching fan fiction or something like it was good it was just it, it's hard to wait of mary poppins yeah because it wasn't the real okay, you know it a, wasn't the actual a, cast how much or, fan fiction is there about mary poppins i don't know i wouldn't know i'm just saying it felt like somebody was trying to you know it, it was it, i've sat there watching it going on time going you're not mary poppins julie andrews is mary Poppins. like it just it well was, but it, it was, was called mary poppins returns yes so it was as much as you say it felt like fan fiction, it was a new story, right? It was, it was a new it story. Was, it's just hard to see other people in those roles. I, you right. know, Mary Poppins right. to me isn't like yeah, James no, Bond I understand. Or, or, I understand. I mean, that's like that's like what I was saying to you about uh, Han Solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And I'm yeah. not like some diehard Mary Poppins apologist or anything like that. Right. But it's Mary Poppins. But it's Mary yeah. Poppins. It's just yeah. But it was still fun, you know. Lin Manuel Miranda, like that whole th- like all the music was good. It was enjoyable. It was just right. it, it was a, a pale com- pale shadow compared to the original. the original. We saw and we saw uh, Aquaman. Oh yeah, how was that? That was actually entertaining. Was it really? And I was not expecting it to be. I I gotta say, like you know, Megan and I saw the previews a few times in the movies, and it looked pretty bad. But it's done really well. Yeah, I mean, it's campy, but it's you know they kind of steer into it. Uh, the, the, I mean, they're, how how can it not be? It's awkward. Oh yeah, I mean they're not they they did not take themselves too seriously while making it, which is I think it's again you can't. It's awkward. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but compared to you know the the Batman versus Superman where they took everything too right. seriously. Right. It's, it's a, it's a far cry from, right. From that. I don't know. It's, it's nice to see an actor get really excited for a role, I think. Right. And like, he seems genuinely like a kid at heart. Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did you, did you see him on uh Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking jumping up and down, yeah. like super excited. He he just seems yeah. like this big kid at heart and yeah. has this huge heart for like these roles that he that he does. I didn't watch totally. Ga- I didn't ever watch Game of Thrones or anything. So I, uh, outside of seeing him in a couple of things, I was never too familiar with him before he got the role. Yeah, I was. Um, I, I'm not either. But <clears throat> it's neat to see people get really you know that aren't just doing it as a job or something that they're really taken with. I, Right. The, the craft, I guess. Yeah. More often than not. When's the last time you got really excited about a role? Uh, really excited, I think, was Sarah Connor. Really? Because because I was a huge fan as a kid of the Terminator franchise. So mm-hmm. I was like, knowing that I was a part of it and I was, you know, and I was Kyle Reese's brother, it was like, uh, there was just a huge thing of like, I felt the responsibility of like, I really have to, the torch is really being passed to me and I have to tell this story and, and play this character the right way. So I felt I was really excited, but I, I also felt the weight of what I was doing, whether it was a justified weight or not, it was justified to me. 
Is there any property out there other than like Star Wars that you would like jump at the chance to be involved with? Because uh, I know you're a huge Terminator fan, but probably not. I think Star Wars would would be the big one. That to get a call that I was in that I was going to be playing in a Star Wars movie would be that that's the the end all be all for me. That's like you know, that's like the full circle moment of like I was a kid and I loved something, and as an adult. I got to do it. All right, Abrams. Let's, yeah, right. Let's, let's Fucking call happen. me up. We'll, we'll do one. It more. might be too late. But... I don't know if they've wrapped yet. Let's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good Look, luck to me. It doesn't have Talk to be speed. episode nine. We could get you in something else. Yeah. We could start the petitions now. Fucking come to my house and shoot shoot a fake Star Wars scene. <laughs> Just tell me it's Star Wars. I'll be excited. We'll get you in a in one of the animated properties. You do you do voice work. I do, but I don't know if it would be the same. I don't know. If, no, it would not if, be. It would not be like if if no. somebody if the option was to be an actual Star Wars film or hey, you can voice this character on the animated series. Absolutely. Yeah. No. There's no. Uh, it, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't be the same. No. no. Not at all. Are there any voice roles that you've turned down over the years? Uh, I'd like to say all of them, <laughs> but the truth is, I haven't been offered any. <laughs> I, uh, when I was younger, I, I did the uh, I did Johnny Storm. Yeah, which was cool. I, I got to hang out, I got to hang out at uh, on set and you know be a part of all that and and be a part of Marvel and it's like infant stages. Um, but I, I I don't I haven't gotten any calls for any voice work. You've done more than just Johnny Storm, haven't you? Uh. I did. I did an episode. Ian was doing uh, doing a, a show, a cartoon when we were doing nine hundred two and zero. What was that? Um, I forget the name of it. Um, so I did an episode oh, of that. that? that uh, oh crap! That uh, biker mice. Biker mice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I went and did one of those. Um, I did. Uh, I did a few things with uh, Seth Green. Over at Robot, yeah, Chicken Robot Chicken for that, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't done a lot of voiceover voiceover work. Ah, for some reason, I thought you had done something else. I guess I've I wish because it it'd be fun. Head. It'd be fun, like you know, especially now that I have the kids. Yeah, uh, for them to see stuff. I was talking to Cash, and I was saying like, you know, one of the main reasons that I did Smallville was for him. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I wasn't so into it myself. I asked him, I was like, Hey, do you know who Metallo is? And he was like, Oh yeah, he's got a kryptonite heart and the whole, you know, he knew the whole thing. And so I was like, okay, well then I'll, I'll do, I'll do Smallville. Um, because that, that was cool for him. Yeah. There's that, you know, as, as a parent, like you always try and find the, the sort of parent point things. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of them for me. It was like, if I'm, if I'm going to earn any points and be cool at all, then I'm going to do this. <laughs> Um, there was something I thought of the other day that I can't remember if you and I have ever talked about. And now that we were talking about animated stuff. Oh, um, so Jordan Peele is, uh, Oh yeah. Did you, you saw Get Out, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Loved yeah. It. So the yeah. trailer for his new one came out on Christmas day, which looks yeah. terrifying. Us is what it's called. But I had forgotten that he is going to host the new Twilight Zone reboot. Oh really? Uh, for CBS, yeah. There's like really? a cool trailer with 
Serling's voice kind of fritzing out and then it going into um, Jordan Peele's narration instead. You did an episode of Twilight Zone one time. I did, yeah. What? That was uh, – I did, I did an episode of Twilight Zone. I did an episode of – there was another show on Showtime that Henry Winkler used to executive produce called Dead Man's Gun. And it was kind of like a Twilight Zone, but it was a Western version of Twilight Zone. Oh, recall and it, that. And it followed, it followed a gun. So the gun would end up in the hands of somebody, and then it would either positively or negatively affect them. Um, but yeah, I did, uh, I did Twilight Zone and, and that, and that was, uh, that was pretty cool. What do you the, remember about Twilight Zone? Just getting to be a part of that legacy is kind of fascinating to me, even though it wasn't the original, obviously. But it was yeah, still- it wasn't. It, you know, I, I, I watched it when I was younger, but I think, I think because it wasn't part of the original thing, it, you know, it had nothing to do with Rod Sterling or, or any of that, that it didn't, it it wasn't, uh, it didn't mean as much. I was kind of like, ah, it's the new, you know, it's like, it's like being on the new 90210. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's called that, but it's not really that. So. Which you did not do anyway. Right, which I did not do, but I did do the new Twilight Zone. Yeah. Was anything, I mean, do you remember anything from that being interesting or? No, we, uh, the episode was, it was, uh, it followed a baseball. There was, there was a family, my, the character that I played was like, uh, billionaire multimillionaire owned a company and there was a baseball that was given to me by my uh by my father that meant something and i ended up selling it for some reason or getting rid of it and it sort of haunted me and uh god what was her name that was in the episode from uh the west wing i think um I forget. Allison, I forget the other. Allison Janney. No, not Allison yeah. Janney. No. I'm trying to think of other women that were on The West Wing. No, it was it was a younger. It was it was it was. God, what was her name? It started with an M, I think. Um. So anyway, yeah, we 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 did that, and it shot in uh, it shot in Canada, of course, which uh, your your home state, home state, home country. Yeah. Loved it. I, I walked to work every day. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> they just they filmed it in my front yard. Yeah, totally. They filmed in my house. Um. Yeah, wasn't it? I wasn't that that excited. I mean, I, maybe it had something to do with my age at that time too. I was I was you know still. Maybe I was like early twenties. Yeah. And I and I did it, so it didn't. It just didn't mean a lot to me. At that point, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I, I did it more for uh, because people told me it'd be cool. It was the, it was part of the Twilight Zone. I, I just didn't I didn't get it. I, I wasn't I wasn't in growing up. I wasn't a huge fan of the show. I, you know, I didn't it didn't really matter to me. I I have never heard of this Dead Man's Gun show, and I want to find this because this this cast is John Ritter, John Glover, Henry yeah. Winkler. Yeah. Ed Asner. I mean, there are a ton of so, people in this show. Well, so Henry Winkler, aside from being in it, you said uh, in that one, each episode was standalone, so yeah. it wasn't serialized at all. He was an executive producer. It was it was 
it was one of his things. And he, I was friends with him growing up. Um, which was funny because when I was really young, I went trick or treating and I ended up at his front door and, uh, and I was like, Holy shit, that's the Fonz. And I was like, can I take a picture with you? And he, you know, he was like, no pictures, just candy. And, and so, uh, <laughs> and that's how Brian Austin Green yeah. led his life from that. That's the best piece yeah. of advice. He just ever like got. Henry, just like Henry Winkler. So no uh, pictures, just candy. No. So, so I told him that afterwards i was like yeah you know i i went to your door when i was a kid and you you gave me a lollipop and you took no picture with me and he just laughed and he was like yeah you know no pictures just candy <laughs> so uh, so that's a so, i'm getting that tattoo that's badass yeah. so he called me there you go tattoo problem solved no pictures just candy. there it is no pictures just candy so uh how out of context so, so he called that. me and was like hey you know you want to come do do an episode of my show and at that point, I had never done a Western, and I was like, yeah, it's, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And uh, it was Henry, and I was – you know, it's uh, – Henry's just one of the nicest people in the world. And um, so I went and did it, and that that shot in Canada. But that was that was a fun, like, uh, another one in my backyard. Uh, we shot that in my backyard. <laughs> Tw- Twilight Zone was in my front yard. Oh, they shot but, that. Uh, I just went yeah, around Dead back. Man's Gun was in my backyard, so – that was that was part of the contract. I was like, listen, we've already used the front yard. We have to use the backyard. So um it was great. It was it was really fun doing a western and and, and doing all that. Ruthless, it was good. It's a good time. Ruthless criminal and current gun owner Joe D. Bonner faces yes. faces justice at last when he's put on trial and the jury is made up of all his victims. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Creepy. it was really cool. They uh my guy went to stay at a, uh, I think it was just an inn for the night and I closed the door and was locked in and all of a sudden the bed went away and one wall disappeared and it was a fucking jury of like everyone I'd killed. It was really cool. It was awesome. It was fun. And I remember they did, you know, that was, again, that was back way before like CG or any of that. So it was like, you know, well, how do we make a wall disappear in a jury show up so they made this whole like wall out of screen and they lit it a certain way and then they changed the lighting so everything behind it then showed up it was really cool it was it was really groundbreaking give me practical effects over cgi any day yeah no i i love practical effects i funny enough while i'm sitting here talking to you i have a uh i have a model that this company did of uh of jaws Mm -hmm. from the movie and it's an exact replica of the shark from the movie. So I, I love practical effects. In, in I mean, they, they look cheesy, they look ridiculous, but there's something about them that 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 works. Wait, you just have a full length Jaws in your house? Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of this because you'll see this and you'll go, "That's fucking cool." You'll want one, what? and I'll and I'll say to you, "No." What? No, no photos, only candy. What? Where? Right. Where? <laughs> Where do you have a full-size shark? It's in my it's in my studio. Look, I'm going to take a picture and send it to you right now. Like like it's like you It's, a, mo- it's for- a model. It's oh, not Oh, it's a it's model. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's extreme. Yeah, like, right. Is it Wait, mounted on that, the wall? That, it's 30 feet long in the I, I was like, can we do the Universal Studios ride at your house? Like Uh, will, check your phone. It should be there. Will it pop out of the ground or 
Like every tooth, everything is fucking exactly like the movie. Look at it, and it looks just like the one in the movie. Oh my god, it does. Okay, so that's definitely not a full size. Yeah, no, it's a it's a model of uh, of Bruce the shark. That is Jaws. cool. This uh, this family um, is it the Schultz family? It might be. They they do these replicas. You can you can look them up online, and uh, they do these Jaws replicas. They they hand like paint them and it's it's really amazing and you can ask for like different versions you can get like a bloodier version or but like everything is exactly like the movie like the measurements of everything the scars on the face the teeth count the teeth that everything is an exact replica so you get you get a signed certificate when you when you get it it's it's pretty cool his eyes are black like a doll's eyes and then they roll over roll over in the screaming Oh, the scream. Amid the pounding and the hollering and screaming, they come in and they rip you to pieces. <laughs> Nicely done. Good job. Yeah, totally. You Thanks. should uh, be an actor. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever given anything. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> maybe. One day. I mean, at 44, it's a weird thing to, you know, maybe break into. But it's, Jump uh, into? Yeah. Hey, Billy Bob Thornton did it. Yeah, this is true. Who just, knows? Just decided at the last minute, hey, I'm going to act. Yeah. I just have to write and direct and fucking star in my own film. Yeah, that's no problem. We can get you to do. We could do that easily. Mm-hmm. What's what? What's an idea? That's just you know any concept. Baronami. Baronami. There you go. Because this is the year. Twenty nineteen's our year. It's the year of Baronami. It's the year of Baronami. It's, uh, it's the year when when movie stars were made. <laughs> Baronami. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Can we, get, can we get Henry Winkler in it? Probably. Yeah. We'll promise him no pictures, just candy. Right. No pictures, just candy. And that's like it, a mantra to live by. It scared the shit out of me, but it fucking worked. But you're the I didn't Fonz. take a picture with him. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, the Fonz doesn't take pictures. Hey. Hey, no pictures, no just pictures. candy. Just... I got a lollipop. I, I didn't eat it for like a month. So I was like, this is from the Fonz house. This is the Fonz house. I was like, mm, that looks good. All of a sudden, I turned into Homer Simpson. And I was uh, like, mm, candy. <laughs> I'm going to save this for all. T- you know what? This looks pretty good. I'm just going to have it now. Mm, wait, I smell grape. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate it. Oh, God. Candy from the Fonz was pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Henry's such a nice guy. Is he? He seems like he such, would be. Such a nice guy. Such a sweet, sweet man. I absolutely, of course, I've always loved him, but um, his new show on HBO, Barry, yeah, uh, is one of the funniest things, and I'm so happy to see him win, win the Emmy for it, but it's just one of the funniest things he has ever done. It's, uh, he's just, he's such a nice guy. I, I grew up, I, I spent a lot of time with him and his wife, and his kids, Zoe and Max, and I, I mean, I had dinner at their house and, uh, you know, he's just, he's just such a nice guy. I, I, I first met him once I was acting, he, he used to do a, uh, a charity thing every year and he would bring a bunch of celebrities to his house and he would have, he'd have breakfast, breakfast for everyone. And then he would have buses that took you to this, uh, this, children's shelter and it was kids that had been removed from 
horrible, you know, situations, parents and whatever. And, uh, you'd spend the day with him and you'd play with them. And it was, it was really amazing, but, uh, he did it every year. And I, I went and did that probably four different years. And Will Smith did it before. I think that was even before he was doing fresh Prince. He was like just Will. He was, he was just fresh Prince for, you know, the rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was so cool. And Henry was just such a nice guy. And, uh, uh, I success just couldn't happen to a, a better person than him. So it's good to hear. He, um, he is one of the more likable people I think that have yeah. been around for absolutely a long time. So as, as he should be. Yeah. Do you want to, um, play us out? Do you want to give us a, our oh, closing track? Are we done? It's 12 o'clock. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that was fast. It goes by like, fast when you talk to me. That, yeah. Time flies when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, you just did we, I, I didn't uh, promo. You just did an uh, episode of somebody's podcast to tell them. If you oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I put it on Instagram so people could listen to it. Yeah. So so I got a uh, I got a message on Instagram from this girl, Ashley, who uh, who her mom was was on the Real Housewives of, I think, New Jersey. And Ashley was on the show also. And so Ashley is now married and has a, a kid of her own and is doing this podcast about parenting. And so I uh, I called in on Skype, which I told you before I had some trouble with, and it was total fucking user, user error. It had nothing to do with her or Skype or anything. It was just me being stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, I did an episode of her uh, her parenting, parenthood, etc. podcast, which was uh, a lot of fun. And she was super nice, and uh, it was I had a lot of fun doing it. Well, good deal. All right, yeah. yeah. You find that on our Instagram over at, at with Bagpod. Oh, and I sent you that picture, and you haven't posted it yet. But I yeah, sent I, you, I'm going to use it for this episode. You, you well, yeah, I sent so I sent Derek a uh, I found the photo because we've talked about it a few times um, because we have nothing else to talk about. Uh, we, we've talked about the Pepsi commercial that I did when I was a kid and I found a photo of it. I found my mom, your mother found it. Yes. My mother found it and said to me and I was like, Oh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So we'll use it. We'll use it for this episode episode. uh, for our nine listeners. The, the infamous bike from, from the archives of Brian's mother. Amazing. (laughs) I don't know if that sounded right. What? From the archives of my mother. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds right. She keeps archives on you. <laughs> there's there's the, you know, your mother's archives. That, that could be a diss. I don't no, know. no. There's your mother's archives, and then there's the 9021 bros archives. That, but <laughs> that that sounds sort of like a your mama joke. I don't mean for it to be. I, 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 well, but it, it sounds like it. I don't, I know your mama's you don't so mean. in love with you, she keeps pictures right, yeah. of everything. Yeah. yeah, your mom's archives. <laughs> Your mom's so old, she archived Jesus' birth. Your mom's so old, she got microfilm of all your all your <laughs> activities growing up. She has your birth on Betamax. She filmed your first play on Super 8. <laughs> on fucking cement. <laughs> on cement tablets. Uh, all right. Your maybe. height chart in the first house were cave drawings. <laughs> Music. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject because yeah. none of those jokes are actually funny. No, they're not. Just, I don't know why we're making 
Um, Your mama was on the right. Hindenburg. So, so the last one. Are you still telling jokes? No, I'm done. That I love that. It. I love that I'm interrupting your mama jokes with with song ideas to play us out. <laughs> so Derek's gonna play us out with his best of. <laughs> um, <laughs> last time we did a uh, gift of gab, which was that hard for you to find? No, gift uh, of gab. No. no, it's a good song though, right? Yeah. The Ritz. So uh, this one, it's another sort of, you know, digging in the crates song, which I'm sure you've never heard. Uh, this rapper is his name is Danger Doom. Uh huh. And the song is Sofa King. Okay, I don't know that one. Oh, is that a play well, on words? Good luck. Is that a, is that a play on words? I don't know. You tell me. I'm going to guess it's a play on words. All right. Uh, with bagpod.com online is where you can find us. Brian's on Instagram at aren't unt you unt that unt guy. Wait, aren't unt you unt. What did I do? You said aren't you unt. Oh, crap. Aren't unt yeah. you unt that God. unt guy. What am I Fucking thinking? Fucking start over. Jesus Sorry. Christ. It's 2019 fun. and I'm already it's just still no, writing. it's 1919. What okay? did I say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're riding our trains. <laughs> And uh, we're, we're, we're burning coal. With we're, back. we're fucking heading in that direction. We're he's coal on, mining again. Jesus Christ. On, he's on Twitter. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> at with Backpod and Facebook. And then you can subscribe to us via Spotify or Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a rating and review. We would appreciate that. We'll be back next time with another new episode. Until then. I like that, I like that you don't even say we'll be back next week because... We might not be. It's been it's we've been hectic, but I feel like things we'll are gonna be back s- next time. Yeah. I feel like we're we're gonna get back into a more regular schedule. Here. The, the way you feel uh, may uh-huh. not happen. Oh. I don't I don't I just don't wanna guarantee anything. We'll see I don't wanna February. get people's hopes up for, we'll for no reason. See you in February. <laughs> see you in February. <laughs> Happy 2020. Happy 1920. Hot off the griddle, came to take the cake whether it's a lot or a little. Kaboom, Doom is nervous large, you could tell by his blooming room service charge. Dark and tall to boot, the only thing was wrong is he was bald as a coot. Used to ran a van from Peter Pan to Red and Tan, and keep the human foot for his dead man's hand. This was when the mask was brand spanking new, before it got rusted for drinking all the brew. Stankin' too, pew, excuse you, any room in the class front for a blast of the blunt, Truman since last month, doom a human in the mask on the stunt, danger zooming past, mad fast on the hunt, keep your streets, we got the city neatly conquered. I call her on Skype and, you know, she hears me, but I don't fucking hear her or her engineer, nothing at all. Totally dead. I go into audio video settings. Everything's all set up. It's all on, you know, Bluetooth for the Apollo and all that shit. So I end up finally having to plug the headphones into, uh, into the computer.
so I could hear her. And we did the whole thing that way. And then I go back into Skype after we're done. I'm like, I got to figure this shit out because it's pissing me off. And when I updated the computer, it did one of those weird things where <laughs> it was so stupid. The uh, In the audio video settings, the audio out, just the volume was turned down. Hmm. So all I had to do was turn the volume up and everything was fine. That's weird. Yes. But it was one of those like, you know, when you when you update some stuff, it just sort of resets stuff. And you're you know, you're just kind of sitting going, what the fuck is going on? That's what it was. It's insane. I, I told I thought it was on her end, too. I told her, like, hey, do a test call. And, you know, something's wrong with your setup. And she went through all the shit. And she was like, no, my stuff's fine. And so I did a test call and I couldn't hear Skype at all. I was like, oh, no, it's me. <laughs> Like, this is so fucking embarrassing. You, you made it out that no, because yeah. it sounded fine. I listened to I listened to about half of it. Well, no, it, it sounded fine, but I had to fucking jerry rig like when you came uh, <laughs> when you came to Malibu. You know, you have to do like, well, this seems to be working. It just it didn't make any sense. I was like, why the fuck is this not working? Like we do this every week. It's sad. That I, it's- I I. I know, I know not, none of the, the plugs are changed because I can't fucking change plugs. Everything's like, you know, wired and cable tied and it's all the studio's fucking done. So it's not like somebody unplugged something or something's not working or it, it drove me insane. It's sad so. that Skype is not as reliable as two solo cups with a string. I so so I spent I spent like twenty minutes with her shitting on Skype, which I, I just do because I yeah. think Skype sucks. Yeah. Um, and, and she agreed and her engineer agreed. We're all in agreement. Yeah. So everyone agrees. Skype sucks. It's the worst, but, uh, Skype's not, but until something better comes along, we'll keep using it. Exactly. Hey, it's better than 10 years ago when we were doing this shit. Steve and I would have to call each other on the phone, like on our cell phone and hold the phone to our ears and talk to to record the whole podcast and he and would then and one he, person would send the other person the right he'd record his end together exactly he'd record his end of the audio and oh, i'd record mine Jesus and i'd have to Christ. sync them up that was that was a decade ago what it was my like my god then. yeah dude what a long way we've come in 10 years dude that's like the flintstones that's like crazy <laughs> that's a horrible fucking story that's like bruce the shark and jaws not working it's like that's just unheard of now yeah <laughs> 